we've made it to episode 10. Thank you so much for coming along on the ride with me. And if you like what you're hearing, you can follow me on socials at Educate Ebony on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're really liking what you're hearing, feel free to, you know, leave me a little however many star review. I'm not going to tell you to do five stars because I don't want to peer pressure you. But, you know, if you're feeling so inclined, that would be much appreciated. Now, let's recap to last episode. We had Jake Taylor from In Heart's Wake on the podcast, and he told me to listen to Significant Other by Limp Biscuit. I did. I had a great breakfast. Oh my gosh. If you want the recipe, chuck me a message. But it was a very interesting album, and I was surprised at how creative and innovative they really did push the envelope, which was cool. And I don't know if this works, but I came up with an interesting analogy. Significant Other is like a cake. Bear with me. So you're looking at this cake and it's got some beautiful, you know, lemon buttercream icing or whatever. And that's what it looks like. It looks like a lemon cake. You're like, cool, pretty happy. That's what I'm going to get. And then you cut into it and you find out the middle, like the actual cake is, I don't know, chocolate. And maybe it has different layers of different icing and different flavors, but the base is always chocolate. And you could ice it whatever flavor you want, but it's always chocolate. And that's what I sort of feel like with Significant Other. They are a metal band. And it is a metal album. It's a heavy album. But they've iced it with hip hop. They've iced it with funk, you know. And it's just a bit more exciting. But it was really cool to see how deep down they were metal. New metal, heavy metal, whatever you want to call it. It was a really cool album to listen to. I think my favorite song was definitely Just Like This. So good. Oh my gosh. But yeah, really enjoyed it. But let's get to the good stuff. This episode of Educate Ebony is the artist feature And so I'd love to introduce Kyle Wagstaff. He is a good friend of mine and is the artist and graphic designer behind the Educate Ebony logo. You can find him on his Instagram, which is linked in the description. And if you want to commission him for anything, just hit him up. You know, he's really good at drawing skulls and astronauts. In fact, if you troll his Insta, you may just find an astronaut riding a phallic-shaped rocket. Welcome to the podcast, Kyle. (laughs) Yeah, that was a fun one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed watching you draw that one. Went through many phases. I could have made it look a bit more suggestive. Maybe you should revisit that this year. Yeah, I'll do something fun. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. All right, let's get to it. You've hinted at what album you've chosen, and I have a good feeling. So tell me, what is the one album, the one metal album, you think I need to listen to? Shogun by Trivium. Why Trivium? I thought you'd pick like a pirate metal thing. You're always trying to get me to listen to who? Oh, that's just more for fun. Oh, okay. Because they're just a good time. Like, Lagerstein and Ailstorm are a good time. Yeah. And, you know, they're funny at parties and stuff, but, you know, if you want to get into a more serious metal, Trivium's probably the way to go for my choice. Is Trivium the first band you thought of when I asked you this question? Yes. A while ago? It is. Nothing else even crossed your mind? No. Wow. I think Judas Priest, maybe, but I wasn't really sure. And I got into them a lot later than Trivium, so it had a bit more of an impact. Okay. When did you first hear Shogun? Like late high school, so like grade 10-ish. Yeah, so it would have been like a few years after it came out. Did you have a big group of friends that were all into metal and you're like, oh my god? No. I Most of my friends are actually into like rap and R&B and stuff like that. I just had like one friend who was like my best mate since like grade one mm. who just like came up one day and he's like, hey, <laughs> check this band out. FYI. Yeah, so we've just been sharing songs for a while. Everyone else is just, yeah, they're not really into metal as much, so. They're missing out. Yeah. So you try and educate them like this podcast is doing? Just be like, hey, hey, hey. I try. Metal is cool. I try. They've dipped their toes every now and then. And then we've eventually found more friends who are into metal. But yeah, most of them were 
not. Okay. Well, then is Shogun like the first Trivium stuff that you heard or you heard other Trivium songs and then this album came out and you found it and you were like, oh, damn, this is the mother of all Trivium albums? Nah, it was the first Trivium album that I heard. Okay. Yeah. So I think before that it was just like, oh, I was into like Bullet for a bit. Yeah. And That's then, good stuff. Yeah. Trivium came along and I was like, hold up. <laughs> What's <laughs> this? Is this? this is interesting. So. Yeah. Well, then, because they have other albums as well, why does this one, what makes this album so great compared to the other stuff? Or why does it resonate with you? I think it was just the first one that I heard. So, like, I started listening to, like, The Crusade and Ascendancy after, which were the ones that came before. And they were great, but they, to me at the time, they seemed to have a bit of a different sound to them. I think Shogun, it felt a bit more especially like the title track of Shogun, it kind of feels a bit more like a story. Is it a concept album? I don't, I'm not actually sure. That you just feel like it takes you on more of a journey. Yeah. It's an experience. Yeah. I mean, like the other albums are great, but I think just, yeah, there's no song in the album that I don't want to listen to. That's basically. So if like any of them come on and I'm just always having a good time. Oh, that's so nice. Does that mean that it was like years later after you'd heard it? For example, now, did you realize it was an important album back then? Or like now you're like, oh yeah, damn, that is important. Like when did it become important to you? I probably realized later on how important it was, Mm -hmm. but it was definitely a lot back then because I would, what did we do? I remember, yeah, I went out to see a bunch of Christmas lights with my family. Yeah. I think Nathan was there as well. And dad had given me control of the music. <laughs> and luckily, mum wasn't in the car. And I put Shogun on like three times in a row. And it's like a 12-minute song. <laughs> I was having a great time. At Christmas? Yeah. Christmas lights? Yeah. What did they say? Were they like, oh my God, Kyle, put on Jingle Bells, it's Christmas. I don't remember. I was zoned out. You just blocked them out. I was just listening to the song. I think I was getting annoyed that they were talking because I just wanted to listen to the song. <laughs> oh, so picturesque. What, just driving along, looking at the lights, listening to Shogun. Yeah, it's a bit of a mesh of vibes. Would you, would you buy their album if they put out a Christmas album? Yes. Do you think it'd be any good? Probably. I mean, like, Matt released... He released a metal version of that, of that popular sea shanty on TikTok. Oh, what? So he did that, and he released a cover of that... Um, toss a coin to your witcher song as well so he's done metal covers of a few things if they dropped a christmas album i probably wouldn't be surprised he seems like a fun guy (laughs) okay but let's go back to shogun let's talk about the actual album do you have a favorite song what one should i look out for Uh, i mean shogun's a good time the like title track yeah that one goes that's a bit of a journey of a song yeah down from sky is fun which we kind of made really nerdy in high school. How so? Uh, well, we were really, really into Warhammer. And down from the sky, we just started attributing to um, like this certain race in Warhammer called the Tyranids. Because they're just like these big alien bugs that would launch themselves from planet to planet and overtake places. Okay. And we just thought that the lyrics sort of fit. So we thought that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Is it a game? Is Warhammer a game? Yeah. Yeah, it's a tabletop game, so you get all the 
yeah, just like a whole bunch of little minis and paint them and do all that fun stuff. So yeah, we'd try and play a bit of Trivium when we were cool. painting and stuff like that. Okay, so those two songs. Anything else that actually I need to make sure I'm paying attention? I'll pay attention to the whole album, of course, but anything that you specifically like? Throws of Perdition is a very good song. Yeah, Throws of Perdition is a very good song. And... I don't know. I think I'd, yeah, I think I'd have to go with like Shogun, Down from the Sky, and Throws of Petition is probably like my top three from the album. But I don't know I just have a good time with all of them. So it came out in two thousand and eight, and you think it stands up to now? Yeah. What about in another like twenty plus years? Do you reckon people will still be going like, oh my gosh, Shogun from Trivium, perfect album, listen to it? I think so. So you can kind of hear a lot of, especially early on, and from comments I was reading and such. Mm. People seemed to have an idea that they were, especially because they were like thrash early on. Were they thrash? Kind of. Oh, I never um, picked that for them. Yeah, I think early on they were a bit thrash from when I was reading through it. Matt kind of joined the band or something and wanted to take it in a bit more of a Metallica direction and yeah. the band split and oh. then they kept Trivium. Yeah, just followed Metallica. It just sounds like, I don't know, it sounds weird to say, but it's like basic metal they don't seem to do anything like really fancy or experimental in it it's just really just basic metal yeah but i think that matt heafy from the stuff that i've heard of trivium before i think he's got a really good voice yeah very would you say like i don't want to say theatrical or like operatic but he's got range i think that's kind of why i like shogun because there's songs in there that do almost sound like a metal musical Ooh. <laughs> um, just because it seems to just, you know, it completely changes the tone of the song and builds back up. And yeah, it kind of just feels like similar to a musical song in some of them. But yeah, no, Matt, from what I heard, he had some problems with how he was screaming. He just kind of sent it on the first few albums and then damaged his vocal cords or something. Yeah, later on, he just there's an album that came out that where he just sang more than he screamed. Is Shogun after that? No, this was beforehand. And then later on, they brought out like an album where he basically just sang more than he screamed. And they took a bit of a turn in their sound at that point. And it kind of, to me anyway, it kind of sounded like they had a bit more of like a punk influence. Oh, right. In their more modern, in their more recent albums, which is cool. Like, I still really like it. But yeah, he needed to get some vocal training on how to yeah, scream properly safe. and stuff because he was really young when shogun came out so yeah yeah so he just he was just going for it it seems like the way <laughs> you just sort of push it until you can't and then go oh maybe i should learn some technique and then everything sounds better supposedly well there's a different element to it i think when you really push vocals it sounds a lot more i don't want to say emotional maybe a bit more mm. raw so are you saying that Shogun is like peak Trivium? To me, yeah. Yeah. To me, Shogun is probably their best album. Yeah, nice. Like even when their more recent albums have come out, me and Nathan will talk about it and it's just, okay, how close to Shogun do we think this is? <laughs> is what our ranking is. Yeah. On a scale of zero or one to Shogun. Yeah, one to Shogun. What? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Trivium live? Yes. Three times. Three times. Three times? Tell Three me about times. it. Were they great? Were they amazing? Well, the first time I saw them, they were at Soundwave. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that Soundwave had a bunch of issues, didn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, Trivium was a lot of fun to see live there. It was really interesting when I saw them because Matt had a bottle of honey, like at the bass drum, basically. Okay. And between songs, I guess just for his throat, (gasps) he'd go over and just like squirt honey down his throat and just come back. No, that's, (laughs) I mean, delicious, but oh, that's terrible. I took a page from his book though. And I did that a little while ago when my throat was really sore. It's actually great. (laughs) So would recommend. Oh my gosh. So that was interesting. And the other times you saw them, he didn't do that? No, I didn't actually see him do that. But that might have just been him getting better with how to control his voice. Yeah. Potentially and keep his throat safe. Yeah. So that could have been it. They also passed a bit of the screaming roles over to the lead guitarist as well. So they've divvied up the vocals a little bit. So Matt doesn't have to scream absolutely everything. Yeah. Well, sharing is caring, so that sounds like it worked. Yeah, which is always a good thing. It means I get to go on tour more. Woohoo! Bring out more albums. You know, hitting the nine on the Shogun rating <laughs> scale. <laughs> Their latest one was really good. Yeah, the send the sentence was really good, but what the dead men say was very close to Shogun. Oh, really? Isn't that their most recent one? Yeah, I think yeah. that's the one that you've actually listened to. Yes. And I thought that one was very close to Shogun. It's a different sound because it doesn't seem as heavy and there's less screaming. But it was very close to Shogun. Don't think I realized how much kind of Trivium and some of their influences had an impact on what I like to draw. Really? Yeah, well, because I was looking at like the album art for like The Crusade and Ascendancy, which like Ascendancy is... Just this burning, wrapped up, zombie looking guy. And if you said that, I would assume that that's something that you draw. And then like the crusade is this shirtless, muscly, (laughs) ice covered samurai or something. And yeah, I was thinking about it recently. Yeah, those ones and Silence in the Snow, which is just like a horned skull, essentially. And you love drawing skulls. And then um, just like some of the things that seem to have influenced them or what I've found after finding Trivium, like... Because Dio's Holy Diver album art, it almost seems like, and it might just be the way that I have taken it. Yeah. And from hearing, oddly enough, do you know, you know, like Joe Mangianello? Mm. Oh, yes. I don't know how to say his last name. From Magic Mike? Yeah, yeah. He's a massive nerd. Oh, really? He made an apparel company. Okay. That mixes old school heavy metal and D&D. What? So it's all these like long sleeves and shirts with just this really gritty looking monsters and just D&D stuff on it. And it's called Death Saves because that's a D&D thing. And it's just this big metal nerd crossover. Yeah, I was thinking about it recently. I'm like, oh, damn, like all of this. I didn't realize that I was kind of you know, had a bit of a similar influence where I, yeah. a bunch of them, like just a bunch of old metal stuff was... Just That's a lot of really like, cool. you know, because you'd hear it every now and then, like a lot of the old metal stuff. It's like, oh, you know, it's all about killing the dragon and the evil wizard taking things over and stuff. And that's... It is very fantasy. Yeah. But yeah, I just really liked that. And I think Trivium kind of almost have that. I think they get a little bit political in some of their songs. Yeah. It just has this sort of fantasy element to some of it. If you didn't listen to Shogun or you didn't, you weren't as into metal... What do you think your drawing style would be more like? Because, I mean, you are, you're a nerd and you still play games. Do you think it still would have ended up where you are now? No. It probably would have ended up a bit more anime, but it's gone a lot more along, like, 
Yeah, more like comic books, a lot of skulls, flames, fun stuff like that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, no, I just thought about that before this. I thought that was... Yeah, album art's just a fun time. Well, if anyone else wants some art, (laughs) hit up Kyle. Would you like to do album art one day for a cool metal band? Yes. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Actually. Do you think that you'd have to listen to the album and then draw inspiration from it to make the album art? Or depending um, on what the artist wants, if they direct you in some way, could you just do something? I don't think I'd need to listen to it. I think it would help. Or at least just like whatever the title track was or whatever the band thought would look the best. Or like sound, what song they liked the most. But I think that they could just have, yeah, because it doesn't always fit. Sometimes just need the name of the album. And that creates um, enough of a picture. Like it, yeah, it doesn't need to be like exactly one song the latest bear tooth album art i've never heard the band i probably should yeah you should <laughs> but the latest bear tooth album art of just like hooded like grim reaper looking dude on like a motorbike or something it's just two colors it's yeah. basically just line work and shading no gradients no fancy coloring or anything like that it's amazing i think wall of sound posted about it and i just saw like the album art and i'm like oh what's this <laughs> That's cool. Well, when I listen to it, how should I listen to it? What are my listening notes? Well, I was trying to think about that. And there's a few songs in there that get a bit more mellow. So I like to, I kind of like to just zone out with some of them. For me, it's kind of weird. I like to just do kind of mundane tasks while I listen to it because it just makes them more exciting. You're saying I should like clean the house and listen to Trivium? That could work. (laughs) Um, Or for me, I like to draw while I listen to it. Oh, Kyle, you so, know I can't draw. We've talked about this. Well, I guess you're learning to draw. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Especially because the title track gets a bit slower, so it's not. It's probably not great to lift to. Okay. Lift as in the gym, because we both yeah. go to the gym, FYI. <laughs> and it's a great time. Okay, so um, not a gym album. Yeah, it can't, It has... It's got moments. Some of them are great gym songs. Like Down from the Sky is a great gym song just because it's not necessarily like fast with high energy. It just sounds strong. You want to pick up some heavy stuff? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it seems like I'm going to try and draw to this album. And when I get frustrated, which I will, hmm. I'm going to clean the house for a little bit on the slower songs. And then I'm going to come back. I'm going to draw furiously. Yeah. And when I finish the album, I'm going to throw down my pencil and go to the gym and lift up some heavy stuff. I mean, you could do one of those artworks where you just splash paint across the canvas. Oh, I can do that? Yeah. That seems a lot less skillful. Yeah. Do you have paint? I can hook you up. Okay, good. (laughs) All right, well, there we have it. The one metal album that the Educate Ebony artist, Kyle Wagstaff, thinks that you and I should listen to is Shogun by Trivium. Thank you so much for your wisdom, Kyle. I can't wait to listen to it from your point of view. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. Good time. be confident you just choose to be confident you're an artist kyle like a fartist 